What's up, kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback. What's good, kickback family? It's another lovely episode with three of your favorite people. Hopefully, we three of your favorite people. If not, um, I don't know about the other two, but I'm pretty sure we all on the same wavelength. We don't care if we're not. We hope that you have some favorite people in your life, but we would love to be part of the top of your list. Um, as always, we start off with a lovely temp check. I don't have a specific number, but I would say that things are well on this beautiful, at least at the time of this recording, Holy Week for me. If I had to put a number on it, I would just say it's high 80s. Um, just it's kind of like the perfect weather outside for me right now, even though I'm currently indoors. And my song of the week, only because it's kind of like a, as far as within the Christian culture, so to speak. Um, and I don't even like that word like that. But I would say in the church that I attend, because he lives, that's like an Easter bop. That's a resurrection bop. That's Holy Week bop. It's like no matter what church you're in, it's a good chance that you've either sung it or you're singing it this Sunday. So that's how I'm feeling. Sharika, Sabrina, what's y'all temp like? I'm glad you came in with the Easter bop, E.B., because I had an Easter bop myself. Mine is Jesus paid it all, okay? So all you creditors, debit people that want money, want my time, listen, Jesus has paid it all. All to him, I owe. I don't owe the rest of y'all nothing, so go elsewhere for your all those calls about your car insurance or whatever scams and shenanigans y'all be harassing my phone with. I, I, Jesus paid it all, and I don't owe you. Other than that, I'm good. Hmm. My temp is, hmm, my temp is 83. Um, this Holy Week is a great week for the church, but it's a short week at work, which is amazing, except for when you have a crazy busy week. So it's been overwhelming week for me to do all the things for work in a short week, but I am glad to be able to celebrate my Lord and Savior this week. I love a good Friday somber service. I'm looking forward to that. And then, you know, Easter celebration where we lift the name of the Lord on high and just celebrate uh, his resurrection. So I'm excited about this week and my temp is high because my hope in Jesus is high. Sabrina. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do when Alvin Bragg comes for you? Mm. When you were eight, you had bad traits. You go to school and learn the golden rule. So why are you acting like a fool? If you get hot, you must get cool. I love that y'all went with the uh, Holy Spirit energy. I had to go with my petty side and just give a shout out to our former President Trump. You know, it's crazy how much I get into the political side of life when it comes to Trump. I appreciate Biden's peaceful energy, and it only feels peaceful to me because I'm not going to lie, I really have no clue what Biden's doing up in that White House. Every so often I see like videos of him falling somewhere or something like that, or he's giving a speech here and there, but I really can't tell you the details of what's happening like I could when Trump was in office. To his credit, he did make me pay attention to some like adulting things that 
probably I should pay attention to a lot more. But the amount of podcasts I have listened to this week that have sparked joy in me about these indictments, and I'm saying these because sure, there's more than one, but I learned about so many cases that are out against him. And this, the porn star case, you know, he said he could grab women by the pissy. Trump, it looks like the pussy grab you because the thing you're getting in trouble for first and foremost is how you paid off this porn star. So my mood is great. I'm not going to lie, but also shout out to Easter week. I hope it doesn't feel or sound sacrilegious for me to go from that to be like, oh, had this not happened, my temp definitely would have been the lying and the lamb. I love that song. Um, Shout out to the young people at my church. They dance to one of my favorite Palm Sunday songs, Kurt Franklin's Hosanna. Like nothing gets me hype like that song kicking off like the Easter and Holy Week. But Hosanna for Palm Sunday. Our God is a lion for Easter. Uh, Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? That's like the refrain in the song. I just love it. It makes me so hype. So the two things I'm hype about that are contributing to my great Mood, our Resurrection Sunday, and the Trump indictments. There we go. Sunny and 75. Uh, do y'all really think it's going to go down? I don't think he will go to jail for this per se. But when you think about the fact just April alone, he had to go to be arraigned for these indictments. But he has to be back in New York City before the end of the month because he has to show up for a civil case for a woman who is accusing him of rape from years ago. And it's not mm-hmm. like she just decided yesterday, like, oh, I want to jump on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. This has always been a thing, but we had this unspoken thing for our country where we don't uh, prosecute sitting presidents and there's all this other stuff. So he had already had to go to New York for that. Then he had to come early for this. Georgia is still looking into him for trying to meddle with the election. I mean, we heard the phone call. He said, find me 11,000 whatever votes, and then that'll be the one more vote, (laughs) you know, that I need so I can win Georgia. So you literally Mm -hmm. try to steal the election in Georgia, and they're looking into him. Okay, so there's a rape case. There's a porn star. There's a Georgia. Oh, for the documents that he had at Margo Lago. Now, I'll admit, I don't really know the ins and out of that because not long after that we heard about president biden having documents that he wasn't supposed to have so i'm not really sure what the ins and out of that are why that's a big deal and they're still pursuing it if nothing else i love that he's been indicted because it shows that here okay yeah everybody knows if you have money a lot of times no shade if you have white skin you can get away with sometimes even murder right? You get away with a lot more. But at least this is saying, hey, even if you're the president, you can get it to you. You can catch these (laughs) indictments. Um, Interestingly enough, I heard on one podcast, do y'all remember John Kerry? I think it was a Democratic nominee years ago. I recognize Mm -hmm. the name. He paid off somebody. That is correct. Yeah, he paid off someone, some woman because he had a secret love child. And I was like, oh, snap. One thing politics that goes hand in hand with politics is sexual scandals. It's wild. Maybe sexual scandals just go hand in hand with like humanity. But I don't know. In politics, it seems like something's always going down with these men. So he paid off this woman because he had this secret love child and he didn't want people to know because he was running 
for office. It came out that he didn't get in trouble because it was his own money. The problem with Trump is he got his lawyer to pay her off and then he paid his lawyer back. Somehow it was all with the campaign funds and evidently you're not allowed to use money in that way if you're running for office. Interesting, learning a lot, very entertained. Something else that's interesting to me is a lot of the people who are still team Trump are saying like, oh, this is a witch hunt, da da da. I'm not hearing them say what it's for. And I would just love for like his children who have been on the news this week, his sons, or just some of his big Marjorie Taylor Green. I would love for them to be like, yes, he paid off the porn star, but this is a witch hunt. <laughs> no, they don't say what the actual thing is. They act like these charges just fell from the sky and they're just out of nowhere and there's no truth to them. The fact of the matter is, this is what he did. This is who he is, and he never tried to hide it. So do I think he'll go to jail? Long answer. No, I do not. Not for this particular mm -hmm. thing. But do I think we will see a court case play out? And if nothing else, his children, what do we say in that song, The Blessing, and your children and their children <laughs> will know that great-great-grandpa was indicted because he paid a porn star off. Uh, six figures into the tune of six figures and that embarrassment for me is enough eb what do you think yeah i think so definitely i believe that he will be well he's already been arraigned or indicted and i believe that he will actually be found guilty but because of his stature and being a former president i do not um foresee him being sent to prison per se i think he'll just be some undisclosed amount of money that is paid and some form of discipline for the powerful elites that we typically see from time to time of like how did this celebrity this actor this entertainer this athlete this person how did how did they get found guilty but nothing like they didn't go to jail like the regular joe smo so um from my understanding i think his next um court date is december the 4th um in new york where he'll return at least for this for those like 34 or so different arraignments. And I think um, it'll probably still get continued or prolonged and it'll be part of some crazy, lovely media election stuff because you know that's we're gonna make sure we plaster everything as best as possible because that's what we do in this country, not just because of who it is. Um, it was funny how um, Merchant told him not to incite anyone on social media. It's like the fact that you have to communicate with a grown man who used to be our president in this way is wild to me. Um, I would have been like, you should have let him do it and then have another reason to indict him or file charges mm -hmm. on him. Like allow him, like you, you should be responsible enough. So I would agree. I don't think he's going to prison, but I do think um, from just the evidence at hand that he will be found guilty. What those consequences will be outside of a super, like an enormous fine, I'm not sure. But yeah, that's my thoughts. I agree. I don't think he's going to jail. Um, sometimes you just don't ever, like, it's sad when you don't have faith in the system. Um, on both sides, like, sometimes people, you know, have to deal with consequences that you're like, that was a bit extreme. And then there's, on the other hand, there's people who you're like, they got, really just got off. And you'd be like, wow. So it is it, sad that, but yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to jail. And EB, I'm not, listen, we already saw 
saw how wild he was on the internet while he was a sitting president. So I'm not surprised that they were like, can we not? I still don't trust that he won't do something or say something or act ridiculous because with him, you just never know. You just never know with that man. And I loved just, his first like, status when he was like, I was indicated. Oh my God. <laughs> Can't even spell. <laughs> Listen, like, we've all had a typo or two or sent an email and been like, oh, snap, I need to recall it because I had this typo. But you are a president. And from the very beginning, you've just shown that like you have like a fifth grade education. It's so entertaining. Ah. And, and also it's like also it's like you you don't need to be the one doing it you you can have people doing this kind of thing but not him I, he, he wants to Sharika he does have people and guess what a lot of his top advisors a lot of his people are now felons I just can't imagine it being and there is no comparison but imagine if Obama's lawyer top aide close, confidant, all these people suddenly caught all these charges. Everyone around you are felons, but not you. And, you know, I have nothing against felons. I have family, felons in my family. But let's just say what it is, Republicans and people who are still on the Trump train, you linked yourself up with a criminal, okay? He's a criminal. He's always been a criminal from the very beginning. I haven't forgot the stuff he said about Black people before he was even in office. He was quoted talking about how black people are just lazy. It's in their DNA, the way he talked about women. That's why I had no problem saying the real shithole is Donald Trump. And I made that status when I was still working for the church and I make it again today. He's, he's always been that. He's a shit stain on our country. And this just gives me so much joy. I love when justice comes for the wicked. Let it come, let it come swiftly beautiful i'd be i well i would say doesn't he have like people that can handle social media but but birds of a feather fly together all his people are Second. you know he's <laughs> with the people that he he with because they all about that same stuff but i um i i i want the justice to come and i want it to be not just swift i want out this is gonna sound terrible but i want it to be harsh for him why is it terrible to want harshness for someone who's put out harshness, it's not like you're saying you want Mother Teresa to be hanged. We are saying we want this person who has caused a lot of grief and mm -hmm. turmoil and terrible things to get a little dose of his own medicine. This is why I don't ag agree with Van's statement. This was also trending on Twitter. So, you know, I don't see any news like firsthand. So forgive me for that. I can't even think of, oh, last name, Van Jones. He was trending. I clicked his name. Evidently, some people are annoyed with him because he said, you know, as a man who has been involved with the criminal justice system for over 30 years, he never celebrates when someone gets caught up in it because it's it's not great. And, you know, I would echo his sentiment that the prison system is not great. He also mm -hmm. said that, you know, he wasn't celebrating these indictments because Trump didn't look like Trump, he looked like a sad grandpa. And I'm like, Van, did he look like a sad grandpa when he was asking his supporters to hang the vice president? Did he mm. look like a sad grandpa when he was talking about the Nazis who and saying they're good people on both sides? Like, Van, where is that sentiment for the people that he has been persecuting? Mm. 
you weren't saying we look like sad sisters, brothers, teachers, moms, athletes that he was mm-hmm. called sons of bees. Like you weren't saying mm-hmm. we look like mm-hmm. anything sad. And now you have this great sentiment, you know, and empathy for this man who was right where he needed to be. How many crimes mm-hmm. can he commit before we're like enough is enough. We are done. We are done. You're going to be held accountable for some things. We're not even talking about all the things we can't. I can't even imagine if he was held accountable for all things, but you know, on the other side of the Christian, thank God for grace. I'm glad I'm not held accountable for all things, but this one, God, this child, he needs his woman. <laughs> As my dad used to say, come get your medicine. When we get a spanking As Trump, it's time for your medicine. I agree 100%. And I, I really don't have any sympathy for him. I, I want him to get his just desserts I just don't I'm just like so skeptical I would feel like he's always gonna he's always skated by he's gonna skate by again and I mean like and I'm like I don't think he cares beyond his immediate desires or what he wants at that time I want him to get all the things he deserves <laughs> the best meme I saw <laughs> was <laughs> A play on Melania's Be Best campaign. They said, be arrest. <laughs> Where is homegirl? I need her to come out with that um, I don't care do you jacket. <laughs> we all need to buy them. <laughs> so we can stand right I, I, there. Man, I knew when, once he was out of there, she would be out of there too. I don't know where she at, but I'm sure she over there living her best life away from that man. But honestly, when she was the first lady, I don't think maybe it's not her personality to be front and center. I don't remember her being out and about that much. Maybe I was so horrified by some of the things Trump was doing and saying that I just didn't pay attention to her enough. But outside of the nude photos, she's really not out there. Uh, She's been chilling, taking care of the little ones. That nude photos were a long time ago. Yeah. She taking care of Baron E.B.? Yeah, at least allegedly. That's what they said. Well, she got to. He's showing. (laughs) I don't know. If if you're barren, what's the vibe? Are you like, Daddy, what are the indictments for? No, it's just obviously speculation. But I don't really think he has much of a relationship with Baron. Um, I, I remember his one of his former wives was talking about like when you know the his other kids when they were young like he really didn't know how to relate to he's not he wasn't one of those warm dads that you play around on the floor and you do all the he was not that dad and I don't think he became that dad for Baron either like I think they're like she basically was saying like he became more interested in the kids like when they were older and able to you know I guess work or whatever but when they were like kids and stuff he didn't really have much of a relationship with them. So he was Except, just I don't know, locked in on his business true. and stuff. So, you know, that's uh, and not not to defend him in any way, shape mm-hmm. or form, but it's hard for some people to be able to balance both in a person who seemed to be consistently money hungry and seeking business, business venture after business venture and attacking women and minorities throughout his lifetime. I think it's just that slim to impossible to have time to be loving and compassionate especially if that's not who you are like it's not in him to be loving and compassionate so i wouldn't expect him to be yeah i I don't know if this is true but somebody was saying that he was ashamed of his bearing because of his special needs but i I don't know that's that's what i saw but you know i saw it on the internet so you know you can't i didn't even know baron had special needs 
and that's mean to attack a child, even if he does have special needs. It's like, come on, unnecessary. Baron hasn't done anything. Are the sins of the father really the sins of the child? Aren't we living in the New Testament times? Mm, yeah, but yeah, I think so. I think Melani is worried about her child and, and being away from that man. As, as I would be running to if I was her. She was like, look, I got my parents, their citizenship. That's all I need. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, Trumpity Trump yeah, Trump. That's all I came for. I did hear with my own two ears, um, Marjorie Taylor Green talk about how Canada is making direct attacks to the U.S. because of their immigration policy, which allows those who have Mexican citizenship to enter Canada and travel to Canada without a visa. So she literally said <laughs> that Canada was allowing the U.S. to be invaded by Mexico. And it's like that thought process from her, which came down from Trump. Trump said if he's reelected, he's like, he wants his team to come up with a battle plan for Mexico. And it's like, just these baseless attacks on one minority group. I'm still waiting for them to do something about the white boys shooting the schools up. Because mm. if you look at the statistics, that is the population that's been doing it. You don't hear about that. And that mm. is why when people are like, oh, he's not prejudiced, he's not racist. I could give, you know, a whole year's podcast worth of information that directly contradicts their statements and shows all the for lack of a better word, plot holes in it. Mm -hmm. We just can't tolerate this kind of speech. I'm surprised she was, well, am I surprised she was reelected? This is America. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what state she represents. Um, just know she's definitely one of the problems. Her and that Bobart and that gaze. And oh, by the way, last podcast, Evie expounded on the tragic thing that happened in Nashville with the school shooting. And then I hear this week, that our lovely governor decided to meet with the NRA, not make it a public signing, but to sign into law that in Florida, you can have your weapon and you don't need a concealed permit to carry. Mm. So you can just be Joe Blow in Florida. And it's like, really, Ron DeSantis? Like, oh, he's so worried about the wrong things. It's like, do you want all out war? Do you want more... I just don't understand how two things can be true. You care about the gun violence that's happening in this country to innocent people and their lives. And you can sign something like that into law. Like we're trying to give, listen, like I said, I come from a family, both sides, my own family included, where people have guns. I believe you can have guns and have safety, but we need certain things in place to help protect people. Mm -hmm. And you're removing things. Yeah, that happened this week, so. But, he, but Marjorie I, Taylor Greene is from, she's from the lovely state of Georgia, just north of us. No, where, you're um, no, she definitely is from Georgia, but she's also the same one who recently just said um, she's with Trump no matter what he does. And she says, mm -hmm. just a reminder for people to know that Nelson Mandela got arrested and Jesus got arrested. So don't be shocked that Trump gets gets arrested. And you can go look at that clip. Oh this is God. not this is not just a clickbait, but you can literally watch her passion for this man 
Um, and I'm just like, this this lady just compared Trump to Nelson Mandela and, and Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus. So even if you want to take out Nelson Mandela, she compared him to Jesus. And I was like, the crazy part is this is people who really elect people day in and day out. And this is how some people really feel. Like not everybody would just openly say it. For her, she'll openly say it because that helps her with her lovely voting base um, to make sure she's locked in. And on even on some of the stops that he just recently made, he hasn't Trump. Like she like is the one who's speaking at some of the rallies with him. And, you know, so she really like ride with him. And it's like crazy because it's like this is how people really feel. But not shocked, not surprised. How do these people get to the level they're at? Oh, I can see how they get there easy. I just want Marjorie Taylor Greene to say, yes, just like Jesus and Nestle Mandela paid off the porn stars with campaign money and lied about it. Trump, too. <laughs> like, I don't think they can put those two things in a sentence. And it's a lot of willful ignorance. Sharika is just like, you know, not to be that person that, you know, people are like, oh, Black people are always bringing up slavery. But yes, today... As an African-American, I am going to bring up slavery. But a lot of slave masters use the Bible to defend their evil ways. And the Bible mm-hmm. is so clear about how to treat slaves. Every seven years, first of all, letting them free. It talks about mm-hmm. treating them kindly. It talks about, hey, remember when you were in Egypt and they treated you harshly, don't treat your slaves this way. The Bible's very clear about that. But those scriptures, you know, they just ignored. The same thing's happening here. They're like, oh, because of Trump, abort- Roe versus Wade was overturned. So clearly he's the savior. Let's just ignore all this other stuff that is contradictory to the way Jesus wants us to live and treat others. Willful ignorance. I want to hear mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene talk about it. I want them to invite Stormy to their little meetings, to their little rallies, and be like, <laughs> Stormy, you need to understand he is at the same level of Jesus and Nelson Mandela. Not even to mention, like, I did read some of the books that came out when he was in office. Uh, The one that his, I think it was his niece, his niece wrote. I'm pretty sure they're estranged now. But this isn't new for the Trump family to commit crimes and constantly be getting away with it. His dad would do the same thing. His dad... I believe was indicted for crimes that come to businesses saying a property was worth less than its value to escape one thing and then overvaluing it to be able to get loans, stuff like that. So this is just a history in his family of we do what we want and we constantly get away with it. So I think the sad look that Van Jones referred to was just that look of, oh, snap, I may be held accountable for something and I'm not used to this. It's 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 a sad state of affairs for all a lot of reasons, and like even with the like Ron DeSantis, I, I mean that man, that is so much about that man. But I'm like the uh, you're cool with the guns thing, but you don't want people talking about African American history in schools. Right. Like what is going on? It feels like sometimes it just feels like, is this real? Is this really, really happening here? There's nothing new under the sun. Very true. But it's just like, I think maybe because of, you know, as we talk about, you know, social media, but I think because all this information is so 
readily out there and everyone has access to things, we really get to see people's stupidity and their racism and their foolishness. I mean, they've always been there, but it's just like, you know, so prevalent and so obvious now. And But it's so weird that as obvious as things are, people still choose to believe whatever they want to believe. And they still want to ride for the people they want to ride for, regardless of what the facts are saying. I think it's hard too okay. for people because a lot of times people don't equate these laws into how it will directly impact their life. It feels almost like with when COVID first started and people were like annoyed about wearing masks until, you know, someone they knew died from COVID. And they're like, oh, maybe I will get the vaccine now, that sort of thing. And I wish there was a way. And I'm talking to myself too to help people understand like what is happening politically, what your representatives are doing, it matters. You need to pay attention. We the people do hold the power, but especially, okay, let's talk about this Ron DeSantis thing. I've heard so many people in different circles complain about how he is, and then he's just reelected. Like, how? Do we not care now? You know, like, do we, are we just like, you know, frogs in boiling water? We see it all happening. We feel it getting hotter, but we're like, oh man, that just is unfortunate. It's like, hey, he's making direct attacks against minorities and being like, hey, you don't need any papers to carry your guns in Florida. And Florida is the same place where Trayvon Martin happened, right? So it's like, I see what y'all are doing. And the only thing that gives me joy is like, I have the God of angel armies on my side and I just pray he continues to protect me and be there for those who are unseen and being attacked. I remember last week, Evie was like, oh, you gotta be... Um, you know, we got to make sure we're out there voting and we got to, you know, and I was like, I was out there in the rain trying to vote against DeSantis and here he is still. I'm like, I'm like, but then again, Florida is a very interesting state anyway. There is like, I think, you know, there's a good portion that is, but we do got a lot of red. We do got a lot of red. Uh, well, we'll see what the future <sighs> yeah. holds. We will see what the future holds when it comes to all of these things. But at least for me, at least there's a little bit of, okay, yay. At least he's <laughs> being held accountable for one mm-hmm. thing. Of all things to be held accountable for, because I it's, maybe I shouldn't say this, but ultimately I think that situation is really between him and Melania as a private citizen I'm like you know if you cheat on your wife that isn't great but what are you doing for the country that's between you all and in your pastor if you have one um I hope he would get held accountable for other things that he's actually done in the country like you know his part in the insurrection on January 6th but I don't know if that will happen um but at least you know I'll take what I can get if this is what I can get I'll take it (laughs) hey but what's it the what are you doing with the country's money is the, is the question. That's why it matters about the, 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 the campaign. Star. Yeah. Because this, Hey, that, that wasn't that money for that. You use your own money for that. I know, but I have to really dive in more. And that's why I've listened to so many podcasts because I don't understand how it wasn't his money because if Michael Conan 
Cohen paid her off with his money. And then Trump was like, don't worry, the funds are coming to you. I think from what I've gathered, the funds that he sent him, he said was for campaign reasons. And that's why he's in trouble. Because you can't say I'm sending you these, these checks because you paid off the porn star. So he's like, oh, I'll just say you helped me with the campaign. campaign. And that's where New York is like, uh, no, no, no. If you were sending money for the campaign, you should have disclosed that to us. But of course, he couldn't disclose that to the public because it was to hide a story from the public. So it sounds like he should have, if he had just said, I'm paying you back for the Starburst, Starburst or something. I don't know why he had to bring the campaign in it. It's like he was honest in one of the worst times. It was probably because of the sum of money, <laughs> the probably the sum of that money. What else would cost that? I mean, you know, I mean, what else is that? What else are you paying that much money? Out to. Oh no, I would have been like, I'm buying you a house, you know, thank you. Here's for your down payment on the house. Thanks for being your great lawyer. This is just a gift. You might get some capital gains tax or something like that. But yeah, I think that's where like his lack of political knowledge and how that stuff works has come to bite him in the butt. Because no one, including himself, was able able to be like, hey, you shouldn't say this because this is actually illegal. Or he has the thought, who cares? I can get away with it. Hmm. Pretty much, he's above the law. He's Donald Trump. Ah, it's above me now. That's all I know. <laughs> Amen so, to that, though. Above all of us, but that has been interesting this week, for sure. What else has been um, interesting this week, friend? I wanted to see if Evie wanted to talk about Saturday night. Absolutely. So we had a, a opportunity to celebrate my wife as she celebrates her 30th um, birthday at the time of just recording. It's a day post her birthday and mm-hmm. this Saturday, um, this past Saturday, a group of friends and family got a chance to get together, surprise her just with a brief video shoot um, and then a party celebration, just food, dancing and few games, simple games, nothing too crazy, but. Yeah, so it was about, I want to say the last week of February or like the first week of March. So it was a quick um, throwing it together, so to speak, with two of her close friends, Lori and Leanne, who helped orchestrate it. Um, And then you had friends who just helped out from setting up, getting the room ready, helping decorate outside of what the venue provided. Shout out to Tracy and Flo for bartending the night. Um, one of the little homies came through the DJ, a guy I found on Instagram was the videographer and photographer. And I'm waiting for my wife to give the green light to send the link to everybody so they can get their pictures. Um, just because the pictures I felt like came out really good. Uh, but I don't, uh-huh. have, I don't have the freedom to do that yet. Um, but I did try to tell her that, you know, these links only last like 30 days. So people will get them. I guess soon enough, but I was just like, you could just send the link and people save whatever pictures they want instead of you trying to save every picture and then send them every single one mm. or the ones that, but it's just easier. At least that's what we did with our wedding with some, at least with the wedding party and then others. Then of course, you know, people, people that we saw in certain pictures, um, we sent them just that picture, of course, cause they don't need all the other pictures, but for the intimacy of this event, it would be cool for people to just have their own pictures, um, and whatever other pictures they want. Um, 
I don't think you got random people saving other people pictures like that, unless it's like a birthday shout out or something that they're doing specifically. Um, but hey, you never know these days. But yeah, it was just a good time. Um, I guess y'all can speak on it. Y'all can talk about it from your perspective. I'm curious, what led you all to do this surprise? And you would never guess that it was something that you started planning two months before because it was so well executed that I I just was like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. So does your wife really love surprises? Did you already decide a long time ago her 30th will be a surprise? Like, can you tell, give us insight into that? Yeah, definitely. So um, I would say I don't think my wife cares for surprises too much. I think it's like any other person, like when a surprise happens, you're appreciative at the thought process that goes behind certain things. Uh, but she's... I would say, and I would say we're somewhat alike in this manner of wanting to be in the know of certain things. And I think part of that um, is more so of a control thing, or like you said, mm -hmm. just something being so well executed. It's like you want things to be executed in the way that maybe you envision it, because your vision is sometimes different from that of others. So I think what happened with her, she had first wanted to just have like somewhat really low key, simple, and I say low key, more of a sim simplistic. Um, 30th, where she was just going to rent out an Airbnb. And of course, people can kick it in the house and music and DJ and dancing, but mostly have a backyard space where people could kind of have like a picnic vibe, whereas more so just like a cookout type picnic, cookout picnic type backyard party. So nothing too crazy. But because of new regulations that Airbnb have, because of what some of um, just and I say our peers because not peers as in close friends, but some of our demographic as in millennials, not just black people, but just younger age people, so to speak, millennials, Gen Z's, when they rent out Airbnbs, they tend to destroy them and, you know, have outlandish Project X type parties. So with that somewhat getting scrapped and not allowing people to have more than a certain number of guests that kind of had her um, just try to think of another route. And then for her, it was like, well, I guess I won't be doing anything. So my second option was to um, communicate with a small select few of her friends, like four to eight, four to 10, and literally just put them all on a flight and just say, go to St. Thomas, go to Puerto Rico, go to New Orleans and just have a weekend getaway. But because of trying to coordinate schedules and try to figure that out, it just wouldn't have worked out. Then it was going to be like a smaller group of like two or three people. And she just have, have her birthday with, you know, her homies. But then Lori hit me up and then it turned into like, well, hey, I already talked to her mom. Her mom is cool with it. And I'm like, how the hell you talk to her mom before you talk to her husband? <laughs> um, so that was, you know, that was kind of how that went. And since it kind of was already like, oh, yeah, it's kind of happening. Um, it started to be like, OK, let me see. And as far as the invitation list, that happened um, by me paying attention to one of her old notes of who she wanted to invite at a nurse shindig that she would have done when she became a nurse. Um, so I looked at that list and essentially invited the names uh, on that list of people that she wanted to kind of surprise to that. Cause that was essentially going to be her surprise to the world of like, Hey guys, I love you guys. Yeah. Ask me to have. Um, I was in nursing school and you guys didn't know instead of just the pictures that she ended up posting and sharing with the world of that announcement and that accomplishment and that milestone in her life. So that's how we orchestrated the guest list. And then some got added by just other people wanting other people to be there. And I'm like, 
I guess it is what it is because it's a joint <laughs> effort of people who are helping finance this. But I'm like, I know my wife and she could care less if some of these people are here. Um, so that was how it kind of got planned, orchestrated, executed the invites and all of those great things from this past weekend. When they say it's the thought that counts, these are the thoughts that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Being so intentional, you had so many options because you know your wife and any of those things, like the fact that you're like, okay, I'll do this where she can go with her friends and unwind or we'll do the Airbnb thing. Like, I love that. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, it makes marriages last because you're seeing mm -hmm. your person and you're not like Sharika and I were with a group of married people once and we talked about how it's so important not to just take your spouse for granted. And that's something mm -hmm. I think you and Judith really embody. Like there's such a freshness in your, the way you date and pursue and love each other. So it just gives me joy. I was going to say, I remember last year we were at a birthday party and Judith was like, oh, I want to have a birthday party. And EB was like, I'm not going. And I was like, <laughs> mm -hmm, look at this. And now a year later at the birthday, because she's saying, I want to have a third birthday party. And EB was like, I'm not going to be there. And mm -hmm, EB was right there front and center, you know, doing the thing for his wife. It was a beautiful event. Everything was so nice. It was great fun. Um, and of course the little photo shoot that you guys did before, that is so thoughtful. I'm like, one thing EB and Jude's going to do is have a photo shoot. It is good to keep those <laughs> memories and celebrate those things. I don't think I had a photo shoot since my wedding day. And that was almost seven years ago. So <laughs> it, it, it is the intention that you put towards your spouse. And I was listening actually on the way to work today. I was listening to this like Christian interview broadcast and they were talking about how this guy has a book. I think it's called Cherish or Cher. It's something about being, something about Cherish, but it's about how as husbands and wives, we need to cherish our spouse. And he was like, you know how like for like guys, if you're really into cars and you like, you really like your car or your whatever favorite car you had, you would wash it, you would wax it, you would show it off, be like, hey, look at my new car. You know, you put that energy and extra care on that. Like, what if you put that energy and care into your marriage? And not, like Sabrina said, not take your spouse for granted. And I see that that's what you guys do for each other. And it is a beautiful thing. And it is what makes uh, relationships last when you don't just be like, oh, yeah, stay here. Oh, what you want to do? This, that. Just let's go out there. But like when you actually like you remember the list she had and use that list to, you know, because you knew it was people she cared about. She would want to celebrate her birthday with and even though it was for another event. It's like the intentional and the deets it's the little details that show like oh i really do pay attention and i do care no definitely and this is not part of the recommend but that book that sharika is talking about um it is called cherish and it was like i think it's like the one word that makes marriages last or something like that but mm -hmm. it's a book by gary thomas it's an incredible yeah. um, book and for the i would say for everybody not just husbands um but for for the fellas or for the ladies it's a quick read um, even if you're not a reading type, I want to say it's like 200 or so pages within the book. And if you're not, I would say even listen to the audible book of just listening, um, even on your work commute. So like if you're doing a regular commute of 20 to 30 minutes or more than that, you're talking about in a week, you'll be done with that book. If it's something that, oh, you got a road trip coming up, like you'll be done 
probably to and from that road trip in a day. Um, so it's it, it'll give you a decent amount of pointers of how um, in the best way you're not just um, hanging on by a thread, but you're seeing mm-hmm. the joy in the person that you're sharing life with and you have the opportunity to thrive um, in your marriage and not just survive. Mm. Dang, not hanging on by a thread, but you're right. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> it be people who be doing that. <laughs> and some of them don't even, some of the thread is gone. And, and so is the relationship. Um, EB, do you mind sharing how old you are? If you do, that's totally fine. I won't be offended. Oh, no, I'm third. How am I? 34? 34. I turned 35 at the end of this year. So decent. I was a, I'm an 88 baby. Oh, okay. We were born the same year because when Judith turned 30, she's so mature. I always thought she was my age, but I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, when Judith was 10, I was 15. Like, (laughs) and then I was like, I'm pretty sure. I, and I think I got it confused because you're 30. We were born in the same year, but Judith Mm -hmm. is younger. Yeah. That's the cradle Rob. I completely say amen on good job. (laughs) 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 love it love it love it that's one surprise so there are two surprises this week I guess the indictment and the Judas 30th and the Judas 30th was definitely the one that I was more excited about because I love seeing the way you love your wife and just the way her friends and family and everybody came together Everybody did the dress code. It was just, it was beautiful. And it was very fun. The food was great. You gave us lunch for work the next week. It was so good. You know, when you're leaving with to-go plates and just full of joy and you go home and crash, you know, it was a good time (laughs) because you danced, you ate well and all the things. I lost my lash. I mean, you know, it's (laughs) it's not a party till your lash is on the floor. I was like, your lash is in. Sure enough, it was definitely me. I was like, oh, okay, well, you can meet up. Having a good time. Bring time for our mm-hmm. scripture presentation. And I'm really torn between two that made me giggle this week. So I'm going to let y'all choose. You either choose lightning bolt or sandal. What do y'all want to hear? Ooh, I'm going sandal. Ooh, I want to say lightning bolt, but she, she already said sandals. Can we do both or no? Okay, we'll just do both then. So the first is from the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 25, verses 7 through 10. And this is the message. (laughs) So in the old days, if people were married, well, really women, because we had like, we were just like property and had like no rights. And our main job was to produce a child. But if your husband died, then you were supposed to go to the brother and then have Mm -hmm. a child with the brother. And then if that brother died, just go through the whole family, I guess. There's one story in the Bible where the woman went to the father-in-law, which thank God it's not those times. I love my in-laws, but I'm really just trying to stay with Doug. Um, So this is like that situation. Here we go. But if the brother doesn't want to marry his sister-in-law, She is to go to the leaders at the city gate and say, my brother-in-law refuses to keep his brother's name alive in Israel. He won't agree to do the brother-in-law's duty by me. Then the late leaders will call for the brother and confront him. If he stands there defiant and says, I don't want her. His sister-in-law is to pull his sandal off his foot and spit in his face and say, this is what happened to the man who refuses to build up the family of his brother. His name in Israel will be Family No Sandal. That's so funny. I'm like, okay, we talked a little bit about shoes last week. 
I think shoes were a big deal in the Bible because for someone to be able to spit in your face and then be like, family, no sandal. And the verses after that go on to say like other people, when they see him, they'll be like, yeah, that's the man with no sandal. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was great and hilarious. Um, I have both of my sandals and I pray all the men I know keep theirs because evidently this is a pretty big deal. I just thought that was entertaining. Uh, The lightning bolt thought this was funny too, a New Testament one. This is the disciples. They're talking to Jesus. And here's the situation. Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through like 55, the message. When it came close to the time for his ascension, he gathered up his courage and sealed himself for the journey to Jerusalem. He sent messengers on ahead. They came to a Samaritan village to make arrangements for his hospitality. But when the Samaritans learned that his destination was Jerusalem, they refused hospitality. When the disciples, James and John, learned of it, they said, Master, do you want us to call a bolt of lightning down out of the sky and incinerate them? (laughs) Jesus turned to them, of course not, and they traveled on to another village. I just thought that was like going from zero to 60, and people have called me a hothead in the past, like, okay, they don't want to give you hospitality. So now you want to like incinerate the whole town and Jesus like, no, that's okay. We'll just go to the next town. I thought that was pretty hilarious. And I'm like, dang, was the beef really that strong? The Samaritans, like it's one thing if you don't like Jewish people, but to be like, if you even go to Jerusalem, no, we're not effing with you anymore. Like that's crazy. So maybe I can see why the disciples were like, we can just strike them right now. It's not a problem. (laughs) Those two things make me laugh. E.B., what are you expounding on today? So my expound is, for the most part, pretty um, brief as we try to wrap up within an hour or so. Hopefully you guys enjoyed just our conversation on various topics thus far. Um, Shout out to the UConn men's basketball team for winning the national championship. And shout out to the Louisiana State University or LSU Tigers um, women's team for winning the women's national um, championship. In recent news, unless you live under a rock, you would have heard people just talking about March Madness and the upsets and the different things that were going on throughout the tournament. But most recently, especially on the women's side, you've probably heard some stuff about just the different trash talking from either Angel Reese or Caitlin Clark and hearing how this national championship game was the most viewed national championship game or women's game ever in history. Um, I think it not only speaks to the highlight of the talent of both teams, but it also speaks to, I think, um, the gravitation gravitational pull towards people having an interest interest in women's sports. Now, I know some of that comes from what some would see as either antics or celebration or what some would just call passion at what they do. I think it's important for anybody, no matter your job, no matter your role, no matter your profession, no matter your livelihood, um, to have passion for the things that you love. I think when you're simply passionate about certain things, it'll naturally have people interested in what you do. Um, Even if they're not interested, for example, in sports or in cars or in fashion, but like, you know, for some, we sit here, whether you want to admit it or not, but some people gravitate towards Kanye West because of the passion that he has in his fashion or in himself. Now, some of that can also be alluded to a sense of ignorance and people, um, I guess you could say, have a clinking towards those type of things. But even from our former president, because of the passion that he at times spoke with 
though it was sometimes very dismissive and hateful and prideful and egotistical, but it was simply just because of who he was that people gravitated towards it, where you don't always see that from either other entertainers, either other politicians, or either other athletes where you're just like, oh, I didn't even know he played basketball. I didn't even know that person was a politician. And sometimes it's because they're just so um, laissez-faire with their life that they have no passion. So I would say if you're a person who enjoys um, sports or maybe you don't and you're like, maybe I should get into women's sports to increase a sense of viewership where I can just have it playing on the background and not even watching it, I would encourage you to check out um, just the few teams that are in the WNBA. So that's the women's version of the NBA and women's basketball is getting ready to start in a few weeks or so. So maybe you want to cling on to a team and say, this is the team I'm going to follow this year because I think they're going to win the, I guess you can say the WNBA finals. If there's a team that I would encourage you to root for, um, I would say the best team this year might end up being New York Liberty. We'll come back um, later on this year to see what my thoughts are. But my preferred team to root for this upcoming season is the Connecticut Sun because of the one and the only Tiffany Hayes. Um, but, yeah, that's all I'm expounding on women's sports. Lock in on it. What are you guys recommending for the people? My recommend, but it's actually a devotional book. It is called The Path to Peace. It is by Anne Swindell. And it's a devotional book about that's written basically it takes she takes different characters from the bible and talks about their situation and basically how the lord showed up and how he helped them through those circumstances that they were walking through and so it's just it's it's a day daily walk through your path to peace so it's called path to peace by ann swindell i love that friend i hadn't heard of that i heard an interview with her for the past two days and it was so good and I definitely uh resonated with that you know you need peace she talks about the circumstances that her and her family were going through and you were like god I didn't sign up for this hard life you know I signed up to you know walk with you and 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 but it talks about you know god didn't promise us an easy life but he did promise us his peace and his presence so if you're going through a hard time or just life in general is life in and you need passive, you need peace in your life, I'd recommend this devotional. Absolutely. I'm recommending a podcast that I was introduced to this week when I listened to like seven different ones back to back about the indictments. I hadn't heard of this one before. So forgive me for those of you who are already very familiar with Rachel Maddow. So the podcast is called The Rachel Maddow Show is with MSNBC. I love the way they just break down the facts. It, I know everyone has a slight bias when it comes to the news, but I felt like they did a very good job presenting just these are what the facts are and leaving room for you to make your own assumptions about what's next. And they laid it out in every man terms. So check that out if you're curious about all the things coming down the line. That's what's up. I'll also recommend a podcast, but not necessarily. Well, you can listen to the whole thing. You can do whatever you want, um, hopefully. Um you have that freedom in your life to do so. But it's one specific episode, as we talked about, just you guys engaging in women's sports. I would encourage you to listen to Angel Reese. So Angel, as in how it's spelled within the Bible, and the last name R-E-E-S-E. That's um, the she won the most outstanding player of the year for the tournament um, for the 
women's college basketball. She plays for LSU, the national champions, and she was on a podcast called I Am Athlete, where she breaks down just a series of things of who she is, her personality, her persona, how people see her, how she responds to the way that people sees her, how she um, denied, I won't say denied, refused to accept the apology from First Lady Dr. Jill Biden and why she refused that apology from her. Um, but that's a longer story that we're not really going to get into. Um, but you can just check out the episode with Angel Reese with I Am, with the fellas from I Am Athlete. And you can just see somebody who plays with a lot of passion and them just in a more calm demeanor of just sitting down, communicating and dialoguing with peers as far as other athletes. So that's all we got. Absolutely. That was a good um, thing to bring up, Evie. And maybe we can dive into it next week because I also was side-eyeing Dr. Biden like, girl. Yeah, she was wild uh, for that. <laughs> yeah. So. so either next week or when they actually visit the White House, whenever that is. I hope it's <laughs> just one team because I don't know where it landed, but in my mind, it should be one. It, I think it will be one as the other team has kind of well, at least their star player has like, nah, they need that time for themselves. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. the losers go to the White House. Um, so shout out <laughs> to Caitlin Clark for being open. Now, granted, I will say, I ain't gonna lie to you, if I get the opportunity to go to the White House, I'm taking that opportunity. But I wouldn't want to go on those terms um, of, it's like a sympathy, a sympathy type vibe. And I would never appreciate that. I'm like, oh, I feel sorry for you. You did good, but you didn't do good enough. You should come to, nah, that, that's not it. Right, uh, it's yeah, not everybody gets a trophy vibe. Yeah, let's talk about it next time. <laughs> <laughs> As always, and we, you know, we we usually close out every episode like this, but at the top, <laughs> I told you guys, the song that I have for you guys is Because He Lives. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, whoever getting on your nerves, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's foes, whether it's people at the workplace, whether it's this world, whether it's society, Um, Just remember, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back because he lives.